the contents of the lab report are meant for educational purposes only. They're not meant to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Today on the lab report, we are going to talk to Taylor Duke. She's back. We're so excited. Our friend Taylor's here. We're going to talk all about the gut and systemic health. It's going to be sweet. The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options, more effective treatments, and in the end, more answers. Functional and integrative medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about functional medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to the Lab Report. So my next million dollar idea, Uh negative fortune cookies. You know, I think you were meant for that. Job. I think I would love just You're sitting there, and like, you know, just one. You open it up, says, "Look out! There's someone behind you." <laughs> Hello. Hi, Michael Chapman. How are you today? I'm doing great, Patty Devers. How are you? I'm okay. Oh wow. Okay, that's the twofer. That's two in a row. I think well, we got the okay. You know. Everything all right? I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. As you know, I'm crushing it. Oh, okay, great. So this is a podcast. It's called The Lab Report. Mm -hmm. It's brought to you on behalf of Genova Diagnostics. And thank you to Genova for that. That's right. Microphones and the Mm -hmm. all the equipment. Headsets, blah, blah, blah. This lovely padding on the walls. Egg crates. Um, So it's where we talk about things like functional medicine, specialty lab testing, integrative therapeutics, and the like. Mm -hmm. And if you if you like this show, there it is. Maybe go to iTunes or Spotify. Great review, subscribe. You know, all the cool kids are doing it. You should probably follow them over there. You should totally do those things mm-hmm. um, because I think more and more people are really starting to come to functional medicine, integrative Agreed. medicine, and mm-hmm. this is the place to get the download of what's going on in functional medicine. Um, but, you know, if you do have feedback, suggestions, ways we can get better, you can send that feedback to podcast at gdx.net. And if you're interested in some of the stuff we're talking about, like such as the lab testing that we mm-hmm. offer, you can head on over to connect.gdx.net and peruse, take a gander at yep. some of the things that you could order if you're interested in these testing. I also want to say this. Ah. I love when we get tagged on social media, like Instagram. <laughs> I always screen grab <laughs> these and I'm like calling Michael at night. I'm like, check out this Instagram it's story. It's so funny that so you get fun. so excited by it because it. you've never once posted on Instagram. I, do, I don't post. And you generally don't like <laughs> any sort of attention. So it's really No, I like connecting with people. Like, So just to know that someone's listening to our little quirky show here in the yeah. sperm closet just make, warms my heart and says like, oh, I have a new friend now. Yeah, other than my mom. Yeah, and my sister. Right. But right. there are other people who tag us. So keep it's doing amazing. that. We love it. Every yeah. single time you're like, wow, somebody's actually listening like, to this. Michael, watch. Look, look, look. Cool. Well, and speaking of Instagram, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a perfect segue into who we're going to be talking oh, with today. Oh, yay. Taylor Dukes. Friend of the show. Yeah, who's a board-certified family nurse practitioner and super active on Instagram, has a beautiful family, and is really big in the functional medicine community, focuses a lot on fertility, uh, pre- and post-conception, and uh, also works a lot with athletes, so we're going to talk about some of those things. Going to talk a little bit about some GI stuff, too. We are. We are. Um, she's, she's wicked smart, and you know, she can basically riff on any functional medicine topic out there. That's right. But she happens to be very passionate about the gut, so that's why we chose this today. Nice. We're going to talk to her about that. Nice. Going to be good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, without further ado, should I hit the transport button Do here? it. Michael Taylor Dukes is back. Dude, Taylor Dukes, are you kidding me? I know, right? Friend of the show. <laughs> Coolest person we know. Absolutely. Well, for those of you who do not know Taylor Dukes, perhaps you are 
born in a cave or live under a rock, That's Taylor right. Dukes is a board-certified family nurse practitioner. She owns a private practice in Fort Worth, Texas, where she works with patients one-on-one to get to the root cause of their symptoms. She also owns a wellness center in Fort Worth, Texas, that includes everything from IV vitamin therapy, saunas, and Pilates. She focuses on taking a root cause approach to all of her patients' health issues, and she uses specialty functional medicine laboratory testing to help develop personalized protocols. Nice. Taylor was first exposed to the field of functional medicine as a patient when she became really sick. Once she healed, she had the opportunity to work for Dr. Amy Myers, MD, a two-time New York Times best-selling author. Taylor is a wife and mama to two beautiful children and loves helping other mothers in their preconception, pregnancy, and postpartum journeys. Mm -hmm. She also has had the privilege and opportunity to partner with professional athletes to take their health to the next level and help customize protocols for them. And with that, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank y'all for having me. I've been looking forward to this one. Awesome, awesome. Well, I just want to say most important question first. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Since your last visit to the show, you have expanded your beautiful family. Congratulations. Congrats. Uh, We know how incredibly busy your practice is, social media presence, speaking engagements, and also a busy mom. So two questions. The first one is, how do you manage to get it all done? And the second is, how do you manage to get it all done? (laughs) Guys, the answer is I probably don't get it all done (laughs) all the time, if I'm being honest. But I will say I have an incredible team. So I do have help. I have to have help with the kids at times. Mm -hmm. So it's not just even though it's my name, it's like I have an army of people behind me that allow me to do what I get to do and an incredibly supportive husband. And yeah, there's so many people on my team just from creating graphics to linking research articles to you know scheduling patients, checking them out. And so I feel really grateful to have a wonderful team. Um, and yeah, I feel like personally, you know, it's like you get married, you own a business or a couple, you have kids, you just have less margin to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that that's been something that I've really been learning. Like I can't say yes to everything mm-hmm. and I have to be selective about my yes and make it matter. And so, you know, otherwise I say yes to everything and everyone else and I don't have time for myself to recharge and mm-hmm. take my own advice. So I do feel like the older I'm getting and, you know, the more business and babies that I have, I'm just trying to be more particular with what my yes and what my no is. Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's just kind of piggyback what you said was like as clinicians and especially in functional medicine I feel like we're so often so empathic you know we're self-sacrificing and so maybe comment on the importance and and how to do more around self-care because it's not naturally in our discretion I guess is that what you mean like a boundary yeah yeah so that's a great question and it's something that again I'm still learning but I am a helper at heart like most providers that's why we get into this profession whether you're a nurse a naturopath an MD Um, We like to help people and that's how we're wired, but we can help people at the expense of helping ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I see that all too often, especially in the functional medicine model, you know, we preach healthy eating and sleep and stress relief, but we'd rather help everyone else because that also fills up our cup. Mm -hmm. Um, And so something that I personally do like, you know, and I feel like there are different seasons of life, you know, when you're postpartum and you have a baby, you're not going to get a lot of sleep, mm-hmm. but you sleep where you can, or you make sure you're drinking enough water. Or for me, that looks like prioritizing healthy food. And so I feel like in different seasons, there are different things to prioritize, but I think it's always important, especially for us to continue to help people. We, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so sure. I always say, fill up your cup so you can pour out. And so I always check in with myself. My husband, I feel like is really good 
checking in with me and being intentional too of like, you seem stressed. Do you need some tailored time? You know? And I feel like that's always a good gauge of, you know what? You're right. I need some time to myself so that I can pour out, whether that's my personal life or my professional life. And I will also say I got into this field because I was sick. And so when I was sick, I didn't, I realized the value of my health. And so I never want to go back there. So I will say just intuitively the way that I live and the choices that I make, it is because I want to feel good Mm -hmm. and wake up every day with energy and mental clarity. And I feel like when my health was taken away from me in the past, then you have so much greater appreciation for stewarding your body well and taking care of it. Well said, well said. Well, I will also say this, Taylor, that anyone who has visited your online platform, taylordukeswellness.com, knows you can basically riff on any functional medicine topic. I mean, if you go there, there's blogs, webinars, interviews, books. But one of your passions we know is the microbiome and gut health. And your free ebook, Healthy Gut, Happy Life, Seven Ways Your Gut Impacts Your Health, is available for download on the website. And, Michael, did I mention it's free? You did say that. Yeah. Well, in that book, you (laughs) talked about the gut impacting sleep which is not something we commonly consider. And I'm right. not talking about like, oh, my stomach hurts, I can't sleep. Sure. You're ta- we're talking about like the microbiome. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about what's the story with the gut and sleep. Yeah. So there's a huge connection. It's not something I learned in school. I've learned since being in the functional medicine world. But interestingly enough, there's more melatonin in the gut than there is the pineal gland. Hmm. Now, the pineal gland releases and secretes melatonin, which affects our circadian rhythm, our sleep cycle. Um, But I think there's a lot of research and I'm really excited about to continue to see what evolves about the gut brain connection. You know, a lot of people are calling the gut the second brain because Mm -hmm. not only is there melatonin there, but there's also a majority of neurotransmitters that are made there that also affect our mental health. Um, And yeah, there's just like considerable evidence, I think, showing that the gut microbiome is, you know, yes, of course, related to digestive function and absorption of minerals and nutrients and immune function. But, um, you know, there's just a considerable amount of evidence that I said about the gut brain connection. And I just think it's fascinating to see what's going to continue to come. And interestingly enough, I, before I even knew about this connection, I experienced it as a patient because I was working as a trauma uh, ICU nurse at a level one Hmm. trauma center. Hmm. And I was on night shift. My circadian rhythm was whack. My gut was a wreck. Um, And it was so it's an inverse relationship. Hmm. You know, it's like one affects the other and it's almost like a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And in fact, a lot of night shift workers have IBS and there's studies showing there's a huge prevalence and it's, it's kind of the melatonin vicious cycle and circadian rhythm. That's That's so interesting because the thing that came to mind was, you know, we always think of melatonin and sleep, but it's also an important antioxidant in the system too. And Mm -hmm. as we're sleeping, you know, part of it is we're detoxifying and antioxidant support. So if you've got, you know, dysbiosis and you're not producing gut melatonin, how is that affecting your detoxification capacity too? It's really interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah. And this is why I say everything goes back to the gut. You guys, if I could solve one problem in everyone's life, I'm like, if we can heal the gut, Mm -hmm. so many other things fall into place. Now Mm -hmm. you got to focus on stress Mm -hmm. and healthy sleep patterns and all that. But I'm just like, so many things can be traced back to the gut. Yeah. So true. Well, and on that topic too, another thing connected to the gut is this thing that's gaining momentum, the gut skin axis and the microbiome's role in dermatology. Um, you know, acne, eczema, so common, and everyone reaches for topical ointments, cream, steroids. So, I mean, why should we consider looking at the gut as it relates to skin? I cannot emphasize this one enough. Again, Mm -hmm. this is part of a personal story, but also I see it in my practice 
all of the time. So when it comes to acne, like you're right, people, what do you think? It's skin. No one views the body as the whole. It's, you know, separate systems. So we go to the dermatologist for skin issues, but usually people will be put on antibiotics, which further disrupts the gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. And again, it's that vicious cycle. Um, and it's more just a band-aid approach. So it's like antibiotics for acne, topical creams for acne, and then for eczema, you know, it's steroid creams. Um, and so many times I see that when we heal the gut, the skin improves and it's not just healing the gut. Sometimes it's avoiding things like for me specifically, my son struggled with eczema and I'm like, what the heck? We do all the things right. But mm -hmm. we learned through testing that he had an egg allergy. And so when we were able to avoid the allergen, do some gut healing protocols, his eczema drastically improved. And it's just the perfect example of like, I could have done topical steroids and thankfully he wasn't super uncomfortable or itchy. And I never had to resort to that, but because I knew better, I was like, I know better. We have to do better. We have to figure out the cause of this. And it was, you know, his gut barrier was compromised and he was reacting to eggs. And mm. I was just so grateful to have that knowledge. I think a lot of moms struggle when their kids have skin issues and they're going to the pediatrician or the dermatologist. And we've been told to just put topical things when really it's an internal issue and likely it's a gut issue. I'll tell you, this is probably the best example of root cause medicine, right? Instead of slapping a Band-Aid on, it started from the inside working out. So I love that gut, gut skin connection. And often... Acne gets primarily attributed to some hormonal imbalances, but knowing the role of the microbiome in estrogen balance also seems to tie in perfectly. Can we chat about that a little bit, the role of hormonal yeah. balance in the gut? Yeah. So when we talk about estrogen specifically, a really common condition known as estrogen dominance, mm -hmm. um, and it's where the estrogen to progesterone ratio is not where it should be. And you're having way more estrogen. And so you have these symptoms associated with excess estrogen. Um, but why it's important and why it relates to the gut is that one of the gut's main functions when it comes to hormone metabolism, when you have bowel movement, you're ex excreting that excess estrogen. Now, if someone has constipation, they're not, they're reabsorbing that excess estrogen, it's circulating, and then it just further exacerbates the issue. And so again, another perfect example, when you get someone regular that's going to the bathroom every day or multiple times a day, you'll all see, you know, their hormonal symptoms improve, whether that's acne or a lot of times with estrogen dominance, the heavy, painful periods, severe cramps, severe PMS. So it's really neat that when you fix the gut, not only does it improve the skin that could be related to estrogen dominance, but also it's improving a whole set of hormonal symptoms. And in fact, in my practice, like I don't start with hormones unless it's someone's only main glaring issue, but I'm like, well, let's go to the gut. Let's open up your detox pathways, making sure you're hydrated. I mean, there's lots of other things we're doing to support hormones, avoiding hormones and conventional meat, which can actually lead androgen production mm -hmm. and acne right. um we could go on all these tangents but essentially it's like if you can focus on healing the gut and getting them going to the bathroom every day so many other things fall into place like hormone balance yeah, yeah. how often would you say that just you know working on that stuff without doing hormones actually ends up being a, a just, fix it i was just going to ask that same exact question well, you know it's going to depend i will say the majority of people that are still having regular cycles that will usually their skin will usually improve and hormones will improve with healing the gut. I think it's a little bit harder for postmenopausal women because there are some true imbalances there. Um, so it just depends on the person, but I will say people pre menopause significantly improve with, with gut 
healing. And, and that goes with skin too. Like I see in a ton of um, my SIBO patients, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, that there's a huge link to rosacea. And so we're not even chasing the rosacea. We are treating and chasing the SIBO mm-hmm. and then in result, rosacea improves. Yeah, yeah. And same thing with candida fungal overgrowth with acne. That's a really, really big one. Like whenever I see their fungal markers, whether it's an organic acid test or, you know, I'm checking their antibodies in their, you know, their blood or checking, you know, their stool for candida and fungal markers, oftentimes that can be associated with acne as well. Sure. What about with your fertility patients? Because I know you do a lot of preconception and, and postpartum care. In all of those patients, do you start with the gut there too? You know, I feel like fertility is kind of, there's the infertility aspect and then there's the recurrent miscarriage. And so I feel like with them, I'm doing an entire comprehensive approach to see how the body's working as a whole. Mm-hmm. Everybody, pretty much everybody that goes to my practice gets a stool test. Like that's how important I'm like, if you can afford one thing, let's do the stool test. Um, and then infertility, we're also of course, looking at thyroid and mm-hmm. sex hormones when warranted and nutrient deficiencies. You know, a lot of times with recurrent miscarriages, we'll look into more of the autoimmune components mm-hmm. and check antiphospholipid antibodies and clotting, you know, markers. But at the same time, even if they have an autoimmune disease or Hashimoto's or things like that, we know that there's a lot of research supporting that autoimmune disease can be affected by the gut. Right. So yeah. it's like, right. there we go right. again, back to the gut. <laughs> but I feel like with infertility patients, we're doing a whole lifestyle overview, overhaul, correcting imbalances, deficiencies to allow their body the best chance to do what it was created to do. Yeah, Got it. that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and kind of, I guess on a tangent note too, you know, aside from everything we were just talking about, you also work with a lot of high performance professional athletes in your practice. So how are you utilizing gut information, gut health when focusing on athletes? Yeah. So I actually find that a lot of my athletes due to their lifestyle, but are super deficient in vitamins, amino acids. I would say specifically B vitamins. They are just recycling through them. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I use a ton of gut testing as well as nutrient testing, but we want to make sure their gut is optimal so that they are digesting and absorbing their nutrients appropriately because they just need so much more than the average person. Um, and then, you know, to that effect too, that's assuming that even if they are digesting and absorbing completely, sometimes they need extra added supplementation, whether that's in oral form or IV vitamin form, uh, making sure that they're avoiding inflammatory foods that can further disrupt the gut. I will also say a lot of my athletes, especially people up in like the Northeast teams, it's cold. They're out there playing, they're pushing their bodies. I've actually learned that it, professional football specifically in a lot of professional sports, it is so hard on the adrenals. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's that aspect too, but their immune system is suppressed and they're just told to get back in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have to tape up and play hurt sometimes. And so I actually find that they will oftentimes get a lot of antibiotics in the winter Mm because it's like, I have a runny nose. Okay. Let's give you antibiotics. And so really a lot of my athletes, I've had to do a lot of gut healing and more repair so that they are able to digest and absorb their nutrients because Lord knows they need them. That makes so much sense (laughs) too. I was just having this conversation with a friend the other day and kind of the friend was alluding to like, Oh, you know, these football players and like their high testosterone, they must have such high testosterone. And I'm like, actually you'd be surprised, (laughs) you know, because of what you're saying that the the adrenal (laughs) HPA axis issue, just draining that and and all the stress. Yeah, it's true. Their bodies are under so much stress and it's not just during the season. It's like year round, it's off season. It's 
it's mm-hmm. hard. Right. <laughs> and I would completely agree. Some of their sex hormones tank secondary to their body being in fight or flight for so many years and just run through another brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> so I love them also because, you know, when they're performing at that high level, they may not necessarily be super sick. Some of them are. And I'm like, how are you doing what you do? Right. Um, but I do love because a lot of simple tweaks, like adding more amino acids and getting them on some digestive enzymes and doing some gut healing, you know, things. they actually see great improvement. And the coolest thing for me is when people redefine their normal, they're like, I didn't know I could feel this good. I didn't know that I didn't have to take a pre-workout and that I could wake up with energy. And so I love whether that's for professional athletes or just patients, just redefining new normals because people just settle for feeling yuck. It's so true. It's so true. Okay. You've sold us Mm. now knowing that the GI tract is super important for so many systemic conditions where does Taylor Dukes start? So give us some of the tips that you, Taylor Dukes, uses in your practice. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to cleaning up your diet because I do believe that the foods we eat affect so many aspects of our life. And so just avoiding processed foods, some inflammatory foods like gluten, sugar, conventional dairy, Um, that's one of the biggest changes that I tell people. And Mm -hmm. some people don't even realize that diet's affecting their gut. And when they improve their diet, their gut is resolved Mm -hmm. if you're lucky. right? (laughs) Um, But sometimes for some people, that's all it takes is removing gluten. And they didn't realize that that caused their IBS. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love supporting detox pathways um, via, you know, drinking enough clean filtered water, making sure you're sweating, um, having bowel movements daily, avoiding chemicals in your environment and in your food. So I would say clean up your diet, swap out toxic products to help support your detox pathways. And then when you're getting into more of the, you know, root cause, I would say, make sure that there's no food sensitivities or allergens that are disrupting your gut. Usually that's blood testing. Um, and then, you know, of course, taking a step further to do some gut testing, whether that's a SIBO breath test, H. pylori breath test, stool testing. Of course, I love y'all's NutriVal that has the organic acid oat test, because even that it's a urine and a blood test, but it also has some dysbiosis markers and some fungal markers. And so sometimes people need to work with practitioners and do more Mm -hmm. comprehensive testing. And then from there, get on a personalized protocol Um, you know, my last thing would be to take maybe some gut supporting supplements like enzymes, ox bile, betaine, HCL, prebiotics, probiotics. Of course, there's lots of gut healing herbs and things that you can do, but that Mm -hmm. gets into a little more specific custom protocols based off of what your lab tests reveal. And I guess what your symptoms are too. That's right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I I had one additional question too, kind of going back to peri, uh, perinatal concept and peri and postnatal patients. And I guess I wonder what is the most concerning nutrient from a deficiency standpoint that you tend to see? Oh, that's such a great question. (laughs) So if I could see like one nutrient and I'd be like, this is really important to Mm. like replenish these levels. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously folate, super important methylfolate that can protect, you know, baby from neural tube defects. Um, but that's hard. I would say B vitamins are pretty big. How am I supposed to choose one? Right, yeah. Michael. It's like, which, which kid is your favorite, well, Taylor? Yeah. I'll get into the B6, B9, B12 and looking at, you know, methylation and cofactors because that can lead to, that can affect genes, yeah. you know? And so the expression of our baby and I don't know, then you get into the microbiome, making sure that right. mom has a good, healthy microbiome. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say for a lot of um, breastfeeding moms, like I'm obsessed with y'all's nutrient testing for pre and postpartum, mm-hmm. but um you know, a lot of people's milk supply can be 
affected by minerals, vitamins, antioxidants, mm-hmm. and amino acids. And yeah. so I'm That's like, right. I can't even choose one. <laughs> All of it was an unfair question. No fair, Michael. Apologies. Michael. <laughs> well, as per usual, it was a blast talking to you, yes. Heather. We always love having you either here on the podcast or on the Genova website doing a webinar. You're just full of great information. I'm going to encourage everyone to go to TaylorDukesWellness.com yeah, and to that. follow her on Instagram because there's a too. whole bunch of great content there. Mm-hmm. But before we let you go, Taylor, we do have one last question that I'm going to kick to Michael Chapman. It's the silly goofball question mm-hmm. called the fireball. fireball. I hope you're ready. It's meant to burn your eyebrows <laughs> off. It's so hot. Um, and the question goes like this, and you can take your time because it's oh a doozy. Here we go. What is the best smell on the planet? Oh, smell? You know, I'd have to go with my peppermint essential oil that oh, I have wow. right next to me right now. Nice. Wow. <laughs> peppermint. Yeah, that's, that's strong, good, that's too. That's a good one. That's a strong Healing. one. That's sort of you like. You know, it just like gives me a little energy, wakes me yeah. up. Nice and energizing in a shower in the morning. Yeah, the mints. What goes what goes unseen to the audience is that she literally reached over and grabbed that's it. True. Like it was with her, yeah, like an extension of her person. It's like I had prefaced that her with that <laughs> question that I had not. But she it did was not. Like unfazed. I was like, take your time. She's boom. like, I don't need any time. Right, I mean, right I there. could get into like the smell of bacon in the morning, you know, that yeah. post oh, ozone smell. There are lots of wonderful things. <laughs> my husband likes to joke about my hippy dippy oils and peppermint. Uh, has got to be one of my favorites. Love it. Awesome. Love it. That's awesome. Well, again, Taylor Duke's phenomenal episode. Great information. Thanks so much for joining us again. Y'all are amazing. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Uh, of course. I think we said this before, but like, I really need Taylor's help for my Instagram game. I you mean, have no idea. That girl can work social media. She's awesome. It's like I get these little fits and spurts, and then that's that's it. So. <laughs> So, Taylor, maybe you can do, like, a master class series on oh, how to rock your Instagram. Excellent idea. I'd pay big money for that. But you know what else I think is important that Taylor does? She not only deals with women who are either trying to get pregnant or have postpartum. Mm-hmm. She deals with everyone in your family. But I find it fascinating that also part of her practice are these elite athletes, mm-hmm. which, you know, when she was talking about how that high cortisol suppresses their immune system. They're on antibiotics a lot. I found that fascinating. Yeah. And it's stuff that we don't think about because we don't treat, you know, professional athletes. Right. Right. No, no doubt. Yeah. I do have one concern on my behalf, which is I'm pretty sure I just said that all these professional athletes that could all end (laughs) my life very quickly Uh have low testosterone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that. Send your feedback to podcast. I did not mean that. In honor of Michael Chapman. Nice knowing you, Patty. Hey, we gave it a good run. Next time on The Lab Report, try to figure out how to get this camera to work. Like video? I think that's what this is. I don't know. It's just sitting in the box. It just arrived here. Do you think people want to see what we look like? Probably not. Yeah. You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net. There you'll find information on specific testing, educational resources, and how to connect with our show. Call us at 1-800-522-4762 or email us at podcast at gdx.net. Thanks for coming to pick me up on the side of the road. Uh, You're welcome. That's what friends are for, Uh, Patty. You know, that's the bane of my existence, my car. So when my car breaks down. Michael Chapman swoops right in. The funny thing about cars breaking down, so I've always had this theory uh-huh. that it's sort of like medicine in the body. Your car is trying to tell you something. It's trying to give you a message, and that message comes in the form of how the car breaks down. All so right, so if my car 
overheated and just kept overheating. What does that mean? Well, I mean, obviously your car is trying to tell you that, Patty, you're just running too hot, man. You got, wow. you got to just take some time. You got to wow. slow it down. You got to slow it down a little bit. Well, I guess I have to do that now because I don't have a car and I have to walk everywhere. See, that's a little bit slower. <laughs> Can I have a ride home? Now we're talking slow. 